When I come around, got the whole thing wobbing. Nah, I was saying uh, since Antenna got him. You said last week it was uh, Tahiri, right? Yeah, last week it was Tahiri. Uh, ironically, trying to shit on Joe Budden, you know, and, and, and on his birthday, too. It was the day of his birthday. She started shitting on him. And then, you know, the whole Spotify deal. And now tonight, it's his baby mother, Sin Santana, shitting on him. Uh, well, not technically shitting on him. They're claiming that the audio got leaked. Yes, sir. Yeah, that the audio got leaked. And so um, in the audio, it's just, it just, it sounds bad, but uh, I know what the fuck she's doing. She ain't, she doing the same shit that every fucking female has ever done. Um, just that sneaky ass shit. I don't like well, that. Shit. Well, she mentioned in the video, she mentions lawyers and they have to talk to different, uh, different people just to talk yeah. to each other. So I assume the lawyers like record all your conversations and then maybe the lawyer leaked it. I don't know. Well, isn't it, isn't it illegal to record someone without their knowledge? Right. And that would be, that's why they're calling it leak. That, that's just whack. Oh, to create yeah. that buzz and that that slander or whatever. What right. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. It's gonna god. be an interesting podcast tomorrow. <laughs> oh, the Joe, yeah, the Joe Butter podcast. Hell yeah, because he if, no, no choice but to address this shit. Well, this was eight <laughs> hours ago, so of course they heard they heard about this and they did the podcast around. Hold on, I, I mean, I got a, I got a fifty. Yeah, I got a fifty. Oh shit, that shit is in my fucking ear. I got a fifty second clip. Of what the fuck she was saying, but this shit is crazy. Let me uh set this shit up. I have a family. You do have a family, and eventually things will get sorted out, and everything will be fine. But me and you have nothing here anymore. We try not to be the guy to just start stalking you and just popping up so we could have a face-to-face conversation at some point. Like we're talking. So you know what I mean? Come on, man. Come on, come on, cut this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, stop. Oh, you want me to zoom in in person so you can chase me again and drag me? I'm good. Oh, shit, all right. I didn't know it was there. Mm. I didn't know it was there. Oh, yeah. I didn't know it was there. I dragged you. I, dragged, I laid a hand on you and dragged you where? What? Where did I drag you, Sam? No, I was not drunk. I'm very aware of what was happening. Joseph, very Joseph, aware. Joseph Anthony, Brennan Jr., Joseph Anthony, Brennan Jr. Wow, the whole things. government. I have a family. So, I have a family. I have a family. So, that, that shit is crazy, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, though. It's just ironic with this whole move with Joe Budden trying to, you know, basically be a man and, and take control and create a media empire. I mean, I, I guess that's what he's trying to do with the whole podcast thing. But for this audio to be leaked, it's not leaked. She purposely call, uh, uh, answered this nigga's phone call. She said she, she has not spoken to him in months and been dodging his calls for her to pick up his, his phone call and then be recording at the same time. She did that shit on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> obvious. That's obvious. Yeah, it's obvious. <laughs> you you got to be a complete fool to be like, 
Uh, damn, man, yo, Joe Budden, man, he over here uh, getting caught up. Nah, she did that shit on purpose. I wouldn't get this bitch a dime, nigga. I would have to take this whole to court now and try to get full custody of my son or at least 50-50 because you doing some shit like that that's going to stop the bag. I mean, shit, we got a baby together. <laughs> the kid yeah. got to eat. <laughs> yeah, these, these females out here for self, yeah. Yeah. That's they, what they, it is. They out here for self. Right. But he peaked though because he, you know what I'm saying? When he kept saying, I got a family, I got a family, I feel like he realized that, that she was recording him. Um, maybe maybe that was his plea, like, yo, chill out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> well, it, in, in the beginning of the audio, he was talking about, uh, you know, he want, basically he wanted to come and, and talk to her face to face. And she was like, she listening. You know, we could talk now on the phone. Like, that's a, that's a complete setup. Joe Budden know what time, time it is. He... He'd rather be in person so you can't record him, I guess. Right, yeah. This shit's crazy, man. I mean, all right, we'll, then, get, we'll get into it once we get into the podcast. But, and then this nigga, <laughs> this nigga, Joe Buddy, he all over. Like, he's trending on <clears throat> he's trending on Twitter right now. And then you got you got this shit going on that happened on the Joe Budden podcast, I guess, a while ago, James? Oh, <laughs> uh, with, with the dog? It's okay. My God, right? I'm sorry. Dude. It's a girl. We're just using slurs. Don't worry about it. Why do I always want to make the dog feel good by playing with their fucking privates? Stop raping See, my that, dog. That's how I know that he's not a real animal uh, lover. Because I don't play with my pets. Anybody with a pet, you come on, you did a little something down there, man. Made your dog feel good. <laughs> nah, nah. Wow. I never, ever touched my dog's penis. No. <laughs> Nah. Yeah, yo. You, I mean, you rub the belly and it hits the penis, but nah, I don't know about that, James. <laughs> nah, you gotta, you gotta. Well, you got a long dog. That's way. why. <laughs> nah, he got a big dog. I'm talking about Jacks is small, so you could rub his belly and you know what I mean. Right, He's a tiny dog. <laughs> but I don't, I don't grab his penis. And, no, but you know, you I mean, did. There was, I was, reading, I was reading earlier to James when we was waiting on a. Uh, I guess uh, Terrence, uh, TJ, to get up in here. Uh, but there was there's a whole co court document with Sin talking to, uh, uh, I guess in in a courtroom setting, talking about how uh, she felt uncomfortable with the defendant basically uh, masturbating his dog. I was like, what the fuck is they talking about? That's what got me looking this shit up. Yeah, he's he's from he admitted. It. Well, my thing is, if you look at the podcast, Joe. Joe always talks about his dogs, uh, both his dogs passed. And, you know, I mean, he said it was, they were like family members or whatever. She probably felt like like he was paying more attention to the dogs than her. I don't know. That's, that's so weird shit, man. I'm telling you. But yep. this this is actually good. It's a good way to, uh, to start it because we we about to get into some shit. So, <laughs> Yo, you got to be careful what girls you date, man, because they can fuck up your life. Oh, fuck up your life. But, uh, uh. Man, but yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to episode seven of the Earth Time Boy podcast with your boy Concept. And Faze Styles. Yeah, man, you got to be more energetic than that. And now uh, we got a special guest here, my nigga Terrible yeah. Shooter, a.k.a. Yeah, yeah. my nigga TJ, personal friend of mine. What's good, nigga? Well, What's good? What's good? What's happening? Glad you to said, be here. You said TJ's your style? I mean, your, your shooter? Nah, this nigga's name. This nigga go by Terrible Shooter. Go ahead, man. Just throw, throw your shit out there. Your YouTube page. I, I, I can that. plug my shit. Yeah, all plug right, your so, shit. All right, so I'm Terrible Shooter. That's my YouTube page. 
can follow me on there. I talk about a whole bunch of tips. Terrible isn't permanent. That's my mantra. Go over some uh, product reviews, um, you know, some gun, gun impression and stuff like that. Day at the range, you know, just holler at me, follow my page, see what I'm about. Right. Hey. They, got, they got you on Instagram too, right? Yeah, yeah. You can also, thank you. You can also follow me on Instagram as well. Uh, terrible.shooter. That's my IG. I post updates on there. Everything else goes to the YouTube channel. So you can also follow me on there as well. All right. So you do weapon reviews and your name is Terrible Shooter? <laughs> Damn, so, huh? So, so here, here, here's, here's the thing, right? So Terrible Shooter is, I'm, I'm new to the gun world. I'm new to the gun thing. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm not claiming to be no ex-military combat specialist, nothing, right? So mm -hmm. Terrible Shooter is just for everybody that's getting into guns. I'm dropping tips on my personal perspective on things, what I encountered, you know, mm -hmm. how I feel about certain things, you know, products that I pick up along the way, you know, as I'm gaining all this experience. And then mostly my audience is new, you know what I'm saying? That's new into the gun road as well. So that's where the Terrible Shooter comes into play. Mm -hmm. I'm not a terrible shooter, but it just fits into, you know, everything that I'm building as far as that goes. So I gotcha, I gotcha. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a play on, you know, play on words kind of play on words, yeah. yeah, situation. Yeah, that's dope though. That's dope. Yeah, that's you scary. gotta check out his YouTube page though, James. Uh he's real yeah. informative though. Real informative. And he, he got a couple of people that get on there and uh comment on his shit. Yeah, yeah, people, people filling the period, yeah. Yeah, he Damn. just got he got drop get dropped them videos at least once a week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's the hard part, right? Consistency, consistency, but consistency is key. The one thing I was reading, the um, I was reading some shit. It was on uh, of course Twitter. That's all I talk about. But some guy was saying that you know he it took him eight years to get his business off the ground. And the reason why it took him eight years to get his business off the ground is because he wasn't consistent for the first five. Yep. He was consistent for the first five. His business would already have been booming. So, you know, it, consistency is everything. Whatever you do, if you're consistent with it, you are going to be a master at it, regardless of what it is. So, yep. yes, sir. Well, yeah, especially with uh, videos and shit, right? Like, even if... And it's, it's easy to, to give up because you're not seeing the, um, I guess, the proof of your labor, right? Uh, all up in front. So, but if you have a year of videos, consistent videos, and now you're getting subscribers, people going to look at your old shit. Old shit. But now, and, and now you'll you're get, that, yeah. And dealing with monetization of YouTube, you'll get paid right. off of them old shit. So it's, it's always good to have a, a plethora amount. Right. Of videos on your page yeah just, they, they just say just record if you don't know what to talk about just record somebody gonna like whatever you're talking about so <laughs> exactly yeah but shit we, we we gotta get into the first topic i mean this whole joe budden shit was just uh uh, uh it surprised me i didn't even think that this was going on I, I i get up here to get ready for the uh for the podcast for tonight and the whole uh joe budden shit just popped up i was waiting on you know, our guests tonight, they, they get up in the room and I'm on Twitter and this shit just, it's, it's going to fuck off right now. But, uh, yep. man, did y'all hear about Odell Beckham Jr.? Nah. <laughs> 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 Lena Powell and her buddies are friends. You yeah. know what? Before we get into that. Right. Selena Powell has a show on, um, what's it called? No Jumper now? 
Oh, so Man. she has a show on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's her own show. It's called Thoughts. Uh, what the fuck? Something about thoughts. Uh, hanging out with thoughts. It's something like that. Hanging. Like she, she owns. So. Yeah, she owns the word thought. And, and she owns the word thought. Yeah, that's that's how. Oh, thought next door podcast. <laughs> Yo, see, this is the problem. Anybody can get a platform, man. It's like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about on that, on on the thought next door? Yeah, and, and basically all her guests are thoughts that had sex with like celebrities, right? And they they come in there and they they uh, start telling, you know, what happens behind closed doors, and that's what happened to Odell, man. It was it was it wasn't Tory Lanez. It was a. Uh, who was the other person they were talking about last time? What they were talking about, the, the girl that she was hanging with last time uh, said that she was fucking seven niggas on the Phoenix Suns. But then, but, but then she said that uh, somebody was holding against, you know, holding her against her will. Oh, Trey Songs. Trey Songs oh, and, and Trey beat Songz on her. Beat on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then she, and that, she that got some, She just yeah. spilling all the tea. That's what she's doing. Yeah, but anyway, uh, Today they on episode two they had um Chief Keith ex ex uh baby, baby mother. mother that's his baby, baby mother not yeah his baby mother and she was talking about Odell Beckham take uh, liking um liking women taking a shit on him that that's his fetish he oh he's into sc scat porn <laughs> that's what it's called that's that's the category of I've never heard that whoa whoa. The, <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, nigga, how do you know about scat porn? What the fuck? <laughs> nigga, you don't know what scat porn is? I never heard that. Before. No. With two girls in one cup? Everybody yeah, heard yeah, that. Yeah, we heard of that. Yeah, yeah. That that was scat porn. Yeah. They had the category on there. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, she was saying that Odell Beckham hit her hit her up on the DMs and was like, yo, take a picture of you taking a shit. Like this, this take a video of it. And he she just kept on sending him videos of her taking it, you know, taking a shit. And then they met up. He flew her out. They met up, and he wanted her to take a shit on him. Wow. <laughs> did she do it? Yeah. She said she did it. See, I got the, <laughs> I got the video, but I don't even want to play this bitch shit. I don't even want to uh, uh, give her any type of promotion. They of course. Plug it. <laughs> yeah. Hell Yo, no. this nigga Adam22 should be ashamed of his fucking self. That's why that nigga academics went off on him the other day, yo. Hey, he's he's getting all the money though. It's going to his platform. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that, I mean, that's that's a terrible. business move. It's a business move. It is a business it's, move. It's just like, come on, man. You gotta, as a man, you gotta have some type of uh, honor system, nigga. Like, what the fuck? You you allowing these girls to get up here and slandering these men's names? But you know, you know, Odom Beck, uh, Odell. I said Odom, Odell Beckham Jr. You know, he he should know better. He should know better. Like, like, well, what did Justin say? Justin was like, uh, "These bitches should sign an NDA." You know, yeah, you fucking with these with these hoes, you you should make them sign an NDA. But my whole thing is, you're considered what they would consider a high value man. You know, you're a multi million dollar a successful man, and you fucking around with trailer trash. Yeah, you she look busted. <laughs> oh, you, you, she look like like who's uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my God, man! Tell my Chief Keith's wife, right? I mean, yeah, well, it, yeah, baby, his, his mother, baby mother. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah. Chief Keith don't even fuck with her. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
That 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 shit is man. They, yeah, but what? It goes back to I mean I I think this is good because niggas need to think twice, man. We talked about it on on a previous episode where, um, you know, niggas dicks control, uh, you know, control the narrative basically. They they need to be in control of their uh, their bodies, man, because they they're gonna end up doing stupid shit. Right. Like, it's just ridiculous. So, I don't know these these. I'm 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 gonna bring it back to what we've been saying for the past few episodes about how black men have to uh have to um you know uh what is it just deal with their sexual urges like their their, their sexual urges will always fuck them up and I'm I'm only gonna say specifically black men and and that's because we're talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, last last time we were talking about Trey Song, so I mean it's it's just a, a continuing uh, a, a thing that's going on amongst these black men in the entertainment space who have an issue with. Well, who was the guy who lost the bag over there uh, in the NFL? That nigga too, yeah. sneaking in the girl into the bubble. Like it's just like he, he wasn't even in the bag. He was a freshman, right? You know, he didn't he... get to the bag yet, and it's just like you know, these guys gotta realize that they just gotta basically have more um, control of their fucking penises, yo. These niggas want to fuck everything that's walking on God's green earth, but then you're, you're getting this bad press, man. You're getting this bad press. Oh, so, But Odell Beckham Jr., what he decided to do was was joke about it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, he wrote a, a series of tweets, uh, you know, just, just uh, play on words with the word shit. He was just talking about, like, um, shit don't, uh, ain't, ain't shit going to stick on me. He was he was just joking about it, but it's like nigga. <laughs> Some girl just said that she took a dump on your chest, my nigga. Everybody's gonna believe the lie, regardless <laughs> if, if if it's not true. They, it's more entertaining that way. Yeah. Damn man, that's that shit crazy. <laughs> I see what you did there. What? Nah, but he said that shit's crazy. <laughs> um. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Dang. Oh, shit. Hey. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey. Odell, man, that's. Uh, hey, man, you you like what you like, but right. shit, that needs to go. That needs to stay behind closed doors. But have shit, have man. you seen Odell Beckham's current uh situation? His girlfriend or whatever. Nah, how's she looking? She cute. I bet. But, this, but but then you did you did you see what uh Chief yeah Chief Keith's baby mother? You, did you see what she? That, that goes back to a conversation, man. Why do why do niggas uh cheat down? Cheat down. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and I, I know why. It's the same reason why older men try to get a younger girl, right? It, when you cheat down, the woman's more likely to do things that you know someone who's beautiful may not. Or or you feel more comfortable treating her like shit. Something like that. It's, I, that's what I think. What do you guys think about that? No, you're right. I think I think you're right. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. But th this is a serious cheat down. So here we go, right here. <laughs> serious cheat. Right. Down. So no, that's his current girlfriend. Right. That's who he's with. Yeah, he he ain't letting her shit on his chest. That's for of sure. Of course not. That's it's, crazy. I got all this shit on my screen. Sorry, guys. I got all this shit on my screen. But I was trying to find Odell Beckham Jr.'s uh, alleged. Uh, 
woman who shitted on his chest, right? This Beckham. bitch right here. You you can't you gotta oh, deal. You Beckham. can keep it. Oh! This one right here in the right. Oh man. She built all bad. <laughs> like oh, allegedly. Big old we're, water head. We're avoiding lawsuits here. Yeah, allegedly. We're dodging. Okay. Yes. She's like a small Okay. okay, that was my first time ever. I never you thought. You did it. Ew, I Okay, I can shit. Okay, I can. I don't think I could shit. What the fuck? I could not do it. You see her back? Yeah, she got back. She built like an ant standing up. Like this shit is disgusting. Like shit on right now. Okay, he wanted. She's like the sloth from Ice Age. Oh shit! Don't take a shower for twenty-four hours. I'm like, damn, what the fuck you on? But he was like, take a picture. This is how I got thrown out. He was like, take a picture of me. You shitting. So they glorify that shit. Man. <laughs> so they love it. They're whores. what you want. I was like, I love you. You take a video? I ain't playing no more of it. Fuck that bitch. Look, they glorify that shit. This, this is, man, TJ, I've been saying this shit for about six episodes now. This is the seventh episode. They love this shit. This is the society that we are in with these women. And the men obviously are fucking financing this shit. They gotta stop on both ends because this shit is crazy. <laughs> I ain't got nothing else to say about it. This this shit well, is shit. just horrible. They got a whole platform about it now. Right. You, you know what his mindset was? He was like, Man, let me just go ahead and uh let me get this let me get this random chick. No one's gonna believe her. Remember that back in the day? No one's gonna believe her. Now they now they ain't gotta believe you. Like you know, it's trending. You know what I mean? It's trendy. It's like, you know what I'm saying? People can lie on your name and then it could be fact by the people. You know what I'm saying? It's not actually fact by law. Right. No. Right. <laughs> that's that's Dating down. That 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 is that is right. Dating down. Or cheating down. That's what you said, cheating, right? Yeah, cheating down. Cheating down. Yep. Yes. That is what it is. No one's gonna believe her. Come on. I'm Odell Becker. Look at look at her. She looked crazy. Yo. She got her. like that. Her, her lower jaw is shorter than her upper jaw. Like that shit look crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, goofy, man. Man. She probably got uppercutted when she was a kid. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> that shit stuck. Hell yeah. Her whole face is fucked up. Uh, <laughs> but nah, that's fucked up. She, she, you know what I was about to say? She can't do nothing about that, but oh, she can't Throw a couple of racks, get that face fixed, fixed in no time, nigga. That's yeah, she get good. flown out by Odell. Yeah, she get flew out, shitting on yeah. niggas' chest. That got to come with a price point, right? Hell, yeah, that's crazy. And, and yeah, it wasn't an idiot, man. <laughs> you know, that reminds me. So my wife, she told me, it's probably around this time last year, there was a story that was circulating on Facebook about um women. Well, this was a black girl telling her story about how she got flew out to Dubai. And when, when she got flew out, it was a whole bunch of other women who went. And the way that the process worked was it was some type of, uh, you know, they, they, they DM the girls, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, if you fly out first night, we giving you, say, uh, $15,000. If you stayed all three nights, you're getting about seventy five k. And she said when she went out there, the first night was like a big old party in a, a, a you know, one of them Arabian palaces and shit. And... It was all good. Everybody was drinking, having a good time. And towards the end of the party, they were going to a back room and there'd be a whole bunch of men just standing there in like bathrobes. Basically, they were there to, 
those girls were there to give them men sexual favors. And um, she said the first night, it was so, she was so terrified that she could not stay the other two nights because they were slapping these bitches. They were peeing on them. They were shitting on them. They were doing a whole bunch of shit. And she said that there's, there are women that you might walk by on a daily basis who you know that might go out of town every so often, this is what these bitches are doing. They're, they're flying across the world, making money, doing weirdo shit yeah. on the other side of the world. That's some crazy shit. I believe it. I believe it too. These these, these rich motherfuckers ain't got no, nothing else to spend their money on, so they're going to spend their money on some weird shit that they're into. That this is this is good. This is good to to put out there because you know, women they they look at these Instagram models, these influencers, right? Who's being flown out and being taken care of, and it's like, damn, I I rather do get, that than take get the out. Yeah, flown, <laughs> they get flued out. <laughs> flown out, and uh, yeah, they want to take the easy route, right? Right. Um, but the e the the easy route may not be all that easy <laughs> you know what i mean it's, right. it's degrading it's mentally degrading it, it might be cool temporarily but when you get older that 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 shit gonna break you down you know it what i mean to. it has to it has to and you know what's funny you remember uh or you might have heard of a name not remember because we were too young to be uh to even watch any of her work but there was a porn star by the name of jenna jameson she was one of the biggest porn stars of the time of like like Howard Stern, like during his big uh, realm of radio, she mm. was one of the biggest porn stars at the time. And uh, she came out a, a couple of months ago talking about how she, uh, her boyfriend at the time when she was 17, him and his father pimped her out to the strip club scene. And then from the strip club scene, she didn't seen, she then went into uh pornography and into adult you know adult entertainment and she said in in the adult entertainment space all of those women on that are actually doing the scenes are <clears throat> excuse me are under some type of uh alcoholic uh influence or drug influence she said at at the, the you know at the studios when they when they're making these pornos they got lines of coke on tables they got yep. fucking already pre-rolled blunts and mad liquor so, yeah, when you become – because she's a mother now and a wife. Man, you can't tell me that there's days where she's just at home. Thinking back. Thinking back, like, what, what the fuck did I go through through my life? You know what I'm saying? Like, all that shit got to be traumatic. There's no way that you're just living a normal life after doing some, some outlandish shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that comes with the territory, right? The, the alcohol and drugs. I, I remember – when I was going through my, um, I live in Atlanta, so I went through my uh, strip club days, right, where I was going to the strip club almost every weekend. But um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a girl that that um, was there, and every time I see her, she comes in. You know, she wears regular clothes. They got the bag. They got full. Of, you know, full of uh, their strip clothes and the strip club clothes and everything. But she goes to the bar and she's knocking down shots back, back, and back. Mm -hmm. And I asked her one time, like, oh, every time I see you come in here, you're always knocking down shots. She's like, yeah, you think I can do this sober? I was like, oh, shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that pissed the girl's mind at ease 
to do what they gotta do. But you could, one day you just gonna be sober and you can be like, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, CJ, what you think about that, man? With, with these girls are just choosing to do with their lives. It's not like they're getting trapped. Well, there's a lot of them no, getting trafficked into this whole situation, but there are some who are, yeah, especially in Atlanta. But there are there are a lot of women who are choosing to live this particular lifestyle. I think them hoes nasty, yo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't really nothing to dive deep down to. It's like if you're gonna decide to do that shit for what, for for money. For the attention, you're gonna do, you're gonna degrade yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's like she gonna do that for that shit is nasty. You gonna let a nigga take a shit on you? Right. <laughs> you gonna let people degrade you, piss on you? Like, what's the enjoyment in that? You do that with the you do that with the right people with the right this you know the similar state of mind. You're gonna be okay with that. You're gonna be it's gonna be acceptable to your mind, especially like because think about it. If you grew up in an environment where, you know, the only people to look up to are the drug dealers on, on your block because they got money, they got cars, and blah, 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 blah. You're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to do that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm saying, like, these strippers or whatever they see on, on, you know, on their phones, how do I do that? How do I get to that? Yeah. You're going to do something that you wouldn't picture yourself doing. You know what I mean? I, I'm just thinking, I mean... I, I get that because when you when you say that and we're dealing with poverty, like people want to get out of a tough situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like we all take a shit. You're like, this time I take a shit and I can't stand the smell. Like I feel like I'm going to die in the bathroom. Like, that's, yeah. Sometimes that's how bad it be. So yeah. it's like this female is talking about she's taking videos of her shitting and sending that. Like, like what? Like what so, happened to wanting ass pics and titty pics and shit? Like, right. <laughs> I, I guess it's, it's on the on the same lines of uh you know what they say uh how marijuana well they try to say marijuana is a gateway drug because eventually you'll want something that's gonna get you higher. So most people who start off with marijuana find their way to cocaine, find their way to ecstasy, find their way to Molly, da 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 da. I guess in the same way with the whole uh what would you call this community? Uh this freaky ass community of niggas who like <clears throat> non-normal sex like these niggas just want all these sexual favors uh niggas peeing on them and and bitches shitting on their chest and, and and some of these niggas like the ass ate out and all oh, this other weirdo shit like niggas got uh foot fetish like normal sex just doesn't turn them on no more these niggas just want extra shit and man i don't even know what to say with that's, why they, that's why they got the drugs there, man, for the woman that's like, man, I don't know about that. They're like, yo, well, here's a line of coke. Yeah, this will ease the pain. You know what I mean? They probably gave him a bunch of shit. This will ease the pain. And she's like, all right, I'll do it. But 10 grand? Yeah, I'll do it. 10 grand, I'll do it. Just, just, get, get, give me that coke. Give me the, yeah, give me some coke, and I'll do it. That, that That's exactly what's probably going on. It's, it's just sad these, because it's, these there's nothing you can do. Harvey. You said what? I see these girls aren't Lori, you know, is it? Is it yeah, Lori Harvey's a whole nother type of um, echelon of woman. But what I'm saying is these girls came from poverty. They, they're not getting the girls that didn't come from poverty. You know what I mean? They, they're getting a certain oh, type yeah. of girl. Like, like I listen to comedian uh, Corey Holcomb. And he, he says, you got to, 
you always fuck with a poverty stricken bitch. And the reason why he fucks with poverty stricken bitches is because eighty dollars is a lot of money to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I remember when you said that. that's crazy. <laughs> but that's a true statement. It is terrible. <laughs> oh, that shit is crazy. But so. yeah, man. Uh I don't know if y'all remember um what happened to Tamar Braxton a couple of uh months ago. Uh she uh tried to I guess she 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 put out to the world that she was gonna commit suicide or some some weirdo shit like that, you know? And mm. I don't know. It just seems like that uh she might be looking for attention. I don't know. I know she divorced her fat ass husband at one point in time and then um then she was real quiet. No, she divorced her husband and she also lost her job at the real and um then she got real quiet. I don't think she came out with an album or anything like that. And then she just pops up a few months ago during COVID talking about she was going to... Her and... Uh, what's the other actor's name, James, from um, that show Atlanta? He played wait, the uh, he played wait, the weed connoisseur. Wait, wait, wait. Tamar, Tamar Braxton? Tamar Braxton. So, wait, wait. It, she was on The Real? Yeah, it's The Real with uh, Lonnie Love. And, I thought and, it was her sister, not Tamar. No, that's Tamar. You're thinking of... Um, you're thinking of Tony Braxton. Uh, Tony Braxton is the, the the most popular one out of all the Braxton sisters. So Tamar had an album too. She yeah. said, "Yeah, oh, yeah." I, I, I did not know that. So Tony got <laughs> Tony the one with the real deep voice. Right. I, the certain the keys one. she can hit, and then same with Tamar. Tamar is the complete opposite. She hits higher notes, but she can't go as low as as, as Tony. Mm. Yeah, but it says just weeks after her reported suicide attempt. Tamar Braxton is back in the news because her boyfriend has reportedly filed a restraining order against her. And it's just like, what the fuck is going on with her? Maybe, maybe there is something wrong with her. But for a man to, to file um, a restraining order on a woman, that says a lot. Because mostly men just uh, either move away from the abuse or we just deal with it. We really don't get the authorities involved when there's a uh, domestic violence going on in our homes and we're on the receiving end of the, the, the domestic violence. Mm -hmm. But I just thought that was real. Um, that was real uh, crazy, you know, for, well, for what? Well, let's break it down, man. Who's her husband? Who, I mean, who's her new, you know, boyfriend or whatever? Well, his name is, his name is, I just had it right in front of me. David, Ad for so, I don't even know how to pronounce A D E F E S O. I can't pronounce that. Ain't gonna try it no more because I know I, I just destroyed it. Is is he an unknown? Is he like someone that's not in the media or? Well, they're referring to him only as her boyfriend. Because right? like, see, I only bring that up because sometimes you know women who are in the limelight, or sometimes women who think they're more impart important than their partner. Right. They, they feel like they control, you know, they, they control the person. So maybe he probably had to get the fuck out of there because she's like, wait, you don't leave me. I leave you. You know what I mean? She has that mentality. Mm, and she's a celebrity in the relationship. Yeah. She got an ego. She has an ego. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I can see that. And so that's why I brought that up. Um, I can see that happen. And plus, Tamar, wasn't she dealing with domestic uh you know, abuse in the past or something like that. 
Um, that I do not know. But you know, if if that's if that is the case, that would make a lot more sense. But uh, she's definitely going through something. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I don't know, cause uh, I know that her ex husband before the divorce he got another woman pregnant, hmm. and uh, he's currently with that other woman. Like so, mm-hmm. you know, he left he left his wife, but he's still living his life. And her on the other end, she might she might be allegedly going through some type of withdrawal because now she she has to figure it out by herself because she's been with that man for a long time. Yeah, was he always that big? I, I this <laughs> this has nothing to to do with anything. But I, I'm just curious. I'm trying to create a narrative in my head. Right. Uh, but was she was he always that big? Like, um, why, why did she get married to that guy? Like. Um, well, they've been together for a long time, mm. long time, and um, I want to say like early twenties long. So yeah, so he probably wasn't always that big. You know how right, niggas, right. niggas start getting that dad bod when they when they get around thirty seven years old. They don't take care of themselves. That that yeah. brings me to one of um, a topic I want to talk to you guys about. So you know, niggas when they like like you said when niggas in their twenties they fit they probably in their prime physically. Right, mm-hmm. not not emotionally or financially, they're probably in their prime physically in their twenties. Right, when they hit thirty or forty, they like fuck it. I, I'm making a lot of money. I'm eating good. You know what I mean? I'm I'm going on vacation, and I gain in weight, but I'm still getting this. I'm still getting the woman that I used to get when I when I was in my twenties. And then girls, it ain't the same situation. You know what I mean? Their prime is literally in their twenties, and that's it. What do y'all think about that? Like, <laughs> I'll let TJ go first. <laughs> Shit, um, how I see it is I feel like, you know, the females, they they really don't think about what they're doing. Like, you got a lot of females out here trying to seek the attention. They're out here clubbing. They're out here partying hard. They're getting ran through. And it's like, we're, <laughs> that's the truth. Like, these females is out here getting ran through. And it's like, we see that, even though we... Not us per se, but there are men that's partaking in doing the running through. But these females out here getting ran through and, you know, the men that decide to settle down and, you know, have a family, they they see that they're going to remember, oh, no, I used to get get down. (laughs) Crazy. Mm -hmm. They're not trying to start a family with that, you know, and it's always easier for a man to move on even if he uh, didn't, you know, stick with the woman that he had a child with mm-hmm. but it's always harder for the woman to move on she stuck with the kids and it's i mean i don't know exactly why yeah. that is but it, that just seems to be you know what's going on but i don't know that shit is is that why a lot of them are out here trying to get to the bag now at the age of 20 because they know that's their prime and if they don't get it now they ain't gonna get it <laughs> yeah um that's that's funny that you said that because Lil Duval, uh, that nigga funny as fuck. Anyways, but yeah, that nigga posted on on uh, Instagram today. He was talking about uh, you know, women past thirty uh, who are single tend to be miserable well into their fifties. Tend to be single well into their fifties because they're they're no longer in their prime. And so these these when when you're a young woman, you you have to capitalize on uh, your youth. Because see, men men will forever be youthful, uh, well into their sixties as long as we got money. 
See, right. when men have money, men men will have any opportunity in, in his hand. You know, in front of him, he can he can he can seize the opportunity with anything. But women, when women have money, they they really ain't seizing no opportunity um, relationship-wise when it comes to men, right? A ain't no yeah. man. Most men aren't checking for women uh, who are educated. In 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 the sense of educated and uh, owning businesses and 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 making um, becoming very successful financially, most men really ain't looking looking for that. Most men really look for um, eye candy. Most dudes want want a beautiful woman on their arm, and then build them with a beautiful woman. It's it's two different things, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. So the, a woman's prime is definitely in her twenties. And then when they, and a lot of women, when they hit about 31, 32, that's when they start pressuring niggas that have babies because now they're coming towards their biological clock that, you know, puts them at high risk around 35, 36 with having kids. And by that time, your wholeness catches up to you and niggas don't want to fuck with you. But you'll get that one simp nigga to uh, put a ring on a, uh, a, a woman who got uh, ran through all through college, you know what I'm saying? That was her past. Don't got nothing to do with me. That was before <laughs> me. She changed. Like, right. All right. Hey, yo, <laughs> yo, but in the past, <laughs> man, in the past, in the past, you you you'll find a lot of women who got ran through. They leave town. They go to a different state. Start yeah, they ain't over. Got no like, choice. They ain't got no choice. That should never happen. <laughs> they, they erase their past. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> Look! Look at here! <laughs> look at here, James. You know, I, I say this all the time. If 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 you are a man who's in, um, who has a particular taste in black women of all shades and colors, um, Atlanta is your uh, destination that you need to be at because you can you can meet a woman who's from Florida, a woman who's from Jamaica, a woman from any part of Africa, or even from California to Detroit living in Atlanta as long as they're black you'll always get that opportunity to be with a woman like that down here or you'll be able to meet a woman that's mm. from elsewhere so yeah uh you you have so many options down here to to to, to be with a successful woman or to be with a, a woman who was a hoe in her hometown but now she's trying to create a new life here in Atlanta because <laughs> yeah. we got a lot of those I I got I got two points on that um you know, just, just going back to what you said about simps, right? You know, they <laughs> uh, takes you back to a conversation I had with you before. Like, you know, some men are okay running trains on, on women, right? And, of course, mm -hmm. that woman that they're running trains on is, you know, got ran through. But it's that simp who's the last one on the train who's willing to eat the box. Now... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? There's people like that. There's people right, like right, that. Right, right. There's always one dude who's who's ready uh to, to pick up the um you know to get the weight at the end. But um my other point is me and my wife had a conversation about uh my my friend, he just you know, he just got a certification um and you know he's about to get married and he was you know he got a certification just to move to Atlanta he's he's from Columbus Georgia and he want to move to Atlanta he wants to you know uh buy a house and everything but um my wife was like but what what does his uh wife do or what does what his fiance do mm. it's like it don't really matter it you know what I'm matter. saying like it doesn't matter 
It doesn't yes. matter if 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 his bag is big enough for him to uh, provide a roof over their head and um an an opportunity at her feet. It doesn't matter uh, what she does. It that sounds bad because of the the, the times that we're in, but it, yeah, you're right. Um, it doesn't matter because and the, and the reason why I say it doesn't matter, James, and I and I'll stop talking and then TJ or you can jump in. Um, the reason why I say it doesn't matter because when a household fails. When a marriage fails, when 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 bank accounts get empty and people businesses yes. go bankrupt, everybody nobody blames the woman. They all blame the man. So yes, it right. doesn't matter what she does for a living. <laughs> it right. really doesn't. When when the kid is sick, when when someone has to come in and and uh and take care take care of the household, take care of the kids when they're completely in need, then she has to step up. Maybe she has to move. You know, stop working. So right. it, the nigga needs to go pick up and be financially set for the, for the family. Right. That, and, and I think society That's true. Society made it that way, but I think it's also important that it stays that way cuz you you can you can get yourself in a situation like that. Oh yeah, that's that's like yeah. uh I forgot who I think it was my uh my mother-in-law. She said that uh you know, when people come into your home, they they judge your wife by how clean or how dirty the house is. Mm. So if you got a filthy house, regardless if it's your fault as the man, everybody who walks into the home, regardless of gender, is going to be like, damn, yo, uh, so-and-so, she don't clean for shit. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I wanted to, uh, to piggyback off what Constable was saying earlier about, you know, the, it doesn't matter at the end of the day because the man takes the blame. You know, I think that's why men have it i think that's why men are able to move on because we always take the brunt of that force because we take the blame on everything and we can't sit there and have that support of talking it out and people holding our hands and giving us a million chances to do right it's like i feel like women have that luxury to do that because they have a more uh support system because they're women so then so people tend to be more uh sensitive to their issues or whatever even if they're at fault they don't get held accountable, but it's like for the man, we take the brunt of the force, we get all the blame, and it's like we know that. Right. It's like what we say to ourselves, we either we keep it to ourselves, we just keep it pushing, just keep doing what we gotta do. All right, I'm gonna show y'all, but ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna move in silence. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think that also uh, yeah. is a factor as well. Yeah, my um when I when I asked uh my my wife's uh, father for her hand in marriage, he he told me he's like, hey. If it don't work out, just know it's going to be on you. Yep. And he pointed, he said, it's going to be on you because, you know, he, he got a divorce or whatever. But, again, everyone looks at him for the uh, marriage that failed. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, they're going to look at the wife. It's going to be it's going to be. Yeah, regardless of, of what she contributes to anything, it doesn't matter. It's his fault. But I, I, I feel him on that. I mean, because even in the relationship, it's, it's your, your job to – do a heat check, right? To see the temperature of the relationship. He said a heat check. <laughs> I really like it's your job to, to really feel out, look, is everybody happy in this house? Right. Like, it's, it's it's the man's job to be like, yo, is everyone happy before I'm happy? You know what I mean? You always right. put yourself last when it comes to your own emotions and shit. Right. And yeah. you know, it's funny that you say that because uh, we were talking earlier uh with our boy Dwayne and, and I always say this about Dwayne. I'm saying, you know, uh, my boy Dwayne, he's on a. Ooh, I want to say it's a two-year 
celibate. <laughs> uh, he's, he's been celibate for two years, but maybe he's 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 been celibate just for a year. I don't know, Dwayne. I know you're gonna listen to this episode. You can correct more me. More power like, to you, brother. More look, power to you, boy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what though. He got the power, and the reason why he got yeah. the power because uh, he's he's engaged to be married, and um, him and his uh, fiance have. Uh, I guess they have pledged to this law of celibacy. And um, the way I see it is if, if a man can uh, contain his sexual urges, he can be uh, a more powerful version of his of what he used to be. And and then when you're going into a relationship with a woman, if, if you can continue to deal with this woman um, months in, weeks in, uh, maybe a year in without even having sex with them, I mean, to me, that would show that that you really loved him. You know what I'm saying? Even through all the ups and downs, you're not having sex with him because sex can definitely cloud your judgment mm-hmm. when you're with a oh, woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got yeah. that one woman that throw that thing back and you just be like, God damn, man, I can't, I can't leave this girl. <laughs> do, do we know that he's not a virgin? I mean, I, I don't know him like that. Oh, Dwayne is not a virgin. Do we know he's not a virgin? Dwayne is not a virgin. Okay. And uh, I ain't going to tell the story, but we all know about Mufasa. Me and TJ know about Mufasa. So. Yeah. <laughs> another question. Another question. This may not mean anything, but this uh, might mean something. <laughs> is he is he African? No, he's not African. Is he I mean, super we're religious? all African, but he, yes, he is. <clears throat> he's okay. super religious. All right. All right. All right. That's okay. Yeah. So you know that his spiritual his spirituality that definitely plays into a part of him being able to, um, to do that. That's what's yeah. up. Mm-hmm. That is what's up. That's why I, uh, I, I like TJ said more power to you. But yeah, I, I respect that. We might joke about it, but I, I actually yeah. respect that shit. Because no, I wish I could do it, and I know I probably could, but I just haven't tried it. And, and Dwayne, I know I know you're not a virgin. I'm, I'm over here just trying to make content. <laughs> <laughs> that's nigga. Now I, I think that's a powerful thing though, and you know, like, and when I say more power to him, I know it can go both ways, but I really do mean more power to him because at the end of the day, like, Dwayne's already with somebody, but take another man who's not, and then they're trying to find courtship with a woman. Like, look what they got to choose from. You know what I'm saying? I know right. it's not all women, but the majority the majority of women today, these girls, how they're being brought up, the idols that they have to look forward to, all the images and stuff like that. It's like, it's kind of hard for me to say or believe that a man with that type of mind frame, mindset, will find a, a good woman that will stick through and deal with that because all, everything is enticing nowadays. The fast money. Oh, girl, you want to do this? I got this. I can break yeah. you off if you want to. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, but I'm dealing with a man that's really on a good path. And they may be like, fuck. You know, every every woman got their secrets. They ain't going to tell you nothing that they're doing behind the scenes. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's crazy, man. I feel like that's more of a, like a, I don't, I don't want to say an old school way of doing things or looking at things because it's nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? That's, to me, that's a form of self-preservation at the end of the day because, you're going to meet a woman, you're going to mate with that woman, you're going to have kids, a family, your legacy, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to mess around and be having kids by no hoes and shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it's just unfortunate that, you know, how everything has come down to the pick of the litter, like what you got, 
your Cardi B's, yeah. your Nicki Minaj's, you know, this whole one no jumper talking about she filming herself taking a shit and sending yeah. it. Like, how you take pride in that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 the content that's out today. Yeah, I feel sorry yeah. for people. <laughs> I feel sorry for people who are um single and, and and then trying to navigate through this uh fucked up society, trying to find a mate. It's I don't think I would be able to do it if I was single in today, you know, in, in 2020. No way. Nah. Now, yeah, now you, as a single man, could you have a, a, a great time sexually with, with, with these women? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, when you're looking for companionship, hell no. And, and same for the women. I think a lot of these dudes are just on some, so on some bullshit as well. Yeah. The, the shit is just, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, everybody's fucking remedial. <laughs> Everybody's retarded. They're generous, yeah. Generous. Yep. There you go. Yep. Everybody's looking for something they ain't. You know what I mean? So. Oh yeah, definitely that. Definitely. Oh uh, man. Yeah. That's the funny thing. So, so where, uh, go ahead, James. I was I was just gonna say, where do you find a good woman? Like, from what I was told, you find you find your wife when you're in college or when you're in a setting. I was told that too. I was. Where told everyone's that. everyone's at the same level. They, they, now, mm-hmm. go ahead. Now, 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 like you know, like you said, TJ, everyone's you know a lot of these girls are looking up to on these Instagram posts, all this social media of other women who are in exotic places, being flown out, being with guys who have money. So then they have all this um, expectations for uh, you know for a life that that's not theirs, mm-hmm. and it's just impossible to live up to anyone's standards nowadays. So. Where do you find a good one? Mm. Like, that's hard. Well, if I could say this real quick, um, I think the the playing field for those type of women that we were told to find, you know, in school later on in our uh, college years or whatever, the playing field is uneven because you got these chicks that that don't work out. They just was blessed with an amazing, phenomenal body, right? And that's what the men seek. And it's like, oh, you smart. I don't care if you're good in mathematics. Oh, you work for NASA. I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Some of these chicks are not blessed to have that type of body, but they are smart. But it doesn't grab the attention of that man because everything is hypersexualized. I remember Concept was saying that a couple of days ago. Uh, black culture is very hypersexualized, or, or American society, Western society, period, is hypersexualized. So I feel like the playing field for, you know, the woman that likes to be home, you know, in a quiet setting, that like to go to school, study, and, you know, live a certain way of a quality lifestyle, can't compete with the woman that's living that fast life because that's what's being pushed and promoted. And unfortunately, there's some brothers that's following into that same lane where they just want to be attached to that type of lifestyle as well because it's the Mm -hmm. glitz, it's the glamour, it's it's attractive, it's the lights, it's bright, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I I feel like it just comes down to the individual, like, what do you want? Do you want to just have fun? Okay, do that, but keep that shit over there. Or do you really want to try to build something uh, of uh, substance? You know what I'm saying? And that's going to be in the opposite direction. (laughs) Right. So, yeah. uh, no, yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent, man. It's just like you know, oh, bet I don't know these <clears throat> these individuals, male and female. It just seems like everybody um, doesn't care for what they want. I was about to say doesn't doesn't know what they want, but I think everybody doesn't care. 
Um, people are okay with um, people are okay with just living life as it comes at you instead of trying to control your life as best you can. And when I say control, like controlling the people that you allow to enter your, your life. And then when you have people who are toxic in your life, removing them before their, their toxicity does something negative in your life. And like when you look at people in relationships, a lot of people are having these toxic relationships. Like uh, we can go back to Joe Budden. Um, Joe Budden, you know, at the time with him and Tahiri, Joe Budden was a... a a well-known uh, drug addict, and he talks about it all the time. And Tahiri was his uh, was was his girlfriend. Now I don't know if she was on drugs, um, but she always talks about how she would bring him back to uh, for him, you know, bring him back to reality so he can go get uh, rehab. But they were both hitting each other. You know what I'm saying? So uh, if she's not a drug addict, but she's beating the shit out of a drug addict. What is a drug addict supposed to do when they're getting their ass whooped? Nine times out of ten, they're gonna put their hands back on that that particular individual. And if you you pay attention to the last ten years, the whole uh, pro drug I guess you could call it is like a pro drug society within black society where black people are openly talking about them being on Percocets and them trying this and them doing that. I remember when black people used to only smoke weed and you will have that one uncle or aunt who used to be a crackhead or is still a crackhead, but that's about it. So when you think about it, we got a, a crazy party culture where people are influenced by uh, Percocets and, and, and other types of uh, drugs, over-the-counter drugs and illegal drugs. And then they're also drinking hard ass liquor so when you're in a relationship or even sexually dealing with somebody like that you can see how that situation can be very toxic mm. yeah yeah uh let, let's let's go ahead and um since we got into tox toxic uh toxic people in 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 the black community mm-hmm. um what about that wop sir <laughs> that wop with a side of fries what? Let's get, yeah, let's get into that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Wop with a side of fries. What's that? <laughs> nah, I'm, 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 I'm over Yeah, I'm over <laughs> messing with uh, TJ. They said, oh, no. oh, he's thinking. Sure. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, you're oh, talking, sure. you talking about that mysterious number six. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> That's the inside joke. Oh. We ain't going to go there with that one. Yeah, no, yeah, but uh, but I heard I heard the bet the wettest pussies in the you know in, in the fast industry. food industry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what were we talking about That's earlier? I heard bottom bottom, bottom bitches, whatever. The yeah, fuck yeah, is. yeah. You know what like, like Corey Hogan said, and, and, and no disrespect. Yeah, yeah, no no pussy. disrespect to people that work in those jobs. You know what I'm saying? We're not saying that, but nah, that's a compliment. <laughs> it, it ain't no compliment it's a compliment for who for her because she can get a come up right but is it a compliment for you nah, hey i'm married i don't care well i'm not you in general i'm talking about i'm not not you specifically i'm talking about men right. in general yeah it's not it's not compliment <laughs> yeah it, it's very important that you 
you you look at your woman like you know you go lay down in the bed with your woman whether you're in a relationship or you just sexually dealing with somebody roll over and look at them at night and say am i okay with being with this motherfucker and ladies do the same thing with the men just be like roll over and look at his dumb ass and be like <laughs> <laughs> do I really like this motherfucker? Does this motherfucker make me happy? And it, if the answer is no, stop dealing with them because all that motherfucker's going to do is bring nothing but drama, chaos, right. and disorder. That's it. Right. Especially if you look at him and you're like, damn, what the fuck did I just do? Right, right. <laughs> why, why am I still dealing with this individual? Yeah. I know I done fucked up. I shouldn't ever give it a day. <laughs> Oh, definitely. Yep. Yep. I I got a friend right now who he said it's 2K season. That's all he want to do. He want to play 2K right now. (laughs) And he got a phone call from a girl he messing with, and she uh popped up at his house. And and one thing I asked him, I said, "Well, did you give her what she was what she came over there for?" And he was like, "That's besides the point." I was like, "All right, well, nigga, she gonna keep on doing the same thing. She got what she wanted." Now, if you don't give it to her no more, then, then there you go. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm at home. I just spent $100 on something. I'm trying to enjoy my time alone. And if a woman can't respect that, then, you know, you need to find you a woman who can. You need a peace of mind. Yeah. What did Fonte say? Was it the menstrual show or was it the listening? He said, I want a girl when I want a girl. And when I don't want a girl, I want a girl who understands that. Like, that's, yeah, that's, that's the menstrual show. That's, yeah, that was, that, that's, yeah. that's a real thing, though. Women don't understand that shit at all. Mm-hmm. Even when you marry, they still don't understand it. <laughs> so, so, you you're saying, explain. so you're saying don't heat check? Like, don't don't give her any indication that you're alive? <laughs> no, you, you should. Because you want her to still be there after 2K season, right? Well, maybe not, cause like this individual oh, that shit. I'm talking about, he's he's not in a relationship with her. Oh, oh, yeah. So, well, well, he wants her around. That's why he keeps on. He Man, gives her what he wants. It's, it's, it's one of those things. You call over to the crib. We was there at one point. You yeah. call over to the crib. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You on the Xbox with your boys. You chilling. You know what I'm saying? They yeah. like, and they start topping you off while you're playing the game and shit because they want your attention that bad. It's one of those type of situations, bro. Mm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I remember I, I, I'll, be, I'll be chilling. I'll be yeah. chilling. Me and old girl do what we do. And then I'll be sitting there looking. I'll be sitting at the edge of my bed just looking like, when the fuck is she going home so I can get on the Xbox? This is what I was mad young. Like, <laughs> when you leaving? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, yeah. It, it's just a reality. It's the truth, though. But, hey. They'll yeah, get it. <laughs> so, I just wanted to, um, I wanted to touch on, have y'all heard about uh, this black man who was killed in uh, Rochester, New York, a um, couple of uh, weeks back? Um, so, basically, the, just the gist of the story in uh, Rochester, um, there was a 41-year-old black man um, he, the police put a, a bag over his head and, and basically forced his face into the concrete and killed him. Wow. Yeah. Why you is know, he naked? you said, why is he naked? He You're looking at it right naked. now? Yeah. Well, I'll show, let me show the audience. Yeah. 
That's 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 what I want to know. Look, look at this double screen. Here we go. That's what I want to know. It says this image was taken from police body cam video provided uh, by a Rochester police officer. Puts a hood over the head of Daniel Prude in Rochester, and they killed him. You're saying he was failed by the police department, our mental health care system, our society, and he failed. He was failed by me. So he was mentally challenged. Uh, well, yeah, they're trying to say he was mentally ill. Mm. Um, uh, until a family member comes out and say, yes, he was mentally ill, I'm not going to believe it. They're, they'll say whatever they need to say to uh, justify their means of excessive force. But, you know. They always again, do that. Yeah. Well, well, again, we got three black men here talking about uh, various topics. Uh, that actually affect black men uh, everyday life when it comes to relationships, dealing with other black women, or uh, uh, if you're the type of black man dealing with, who likes non-black women, and then dealing with the police. You know, we we just deal with a a, a plethora of things um, as a black man, and this particular thing is just a non-stop, ongoing uh, situation with uh, black men and police. They said they put the hood over his head because he kept on spitting. Mm. And they were like, "Calm down, stop spitting." Right. I've heard. I've heard that to be done. I've heard that that's what they do um, when the uh, the assailant is spitting. But uh, did they just? What, what was their justification for uh, for killing him? I don't know. This reminds me of. Uh, I mean, this this isn't a similar situation. But did right. you see that video where the Black girl gets pulled over, but before the cop can come e even to her car, like she just starts cursing at him and, and being very difficult. And um, yeah, you didn't see that one? No, you got that? I do not. <laughs> so what happened though? What happened when the with the cop? He like he it, it, really it was um, she has two cars right, and what she did was she took the license plate from one of her cars and, and pitted to her other car, which wasn't assigned to that car, right? So the police officer saw that. Right. And pulled her over. She didn't even know why he pulled it over. Like, I was parked, da-da-da. But... Bitch, he was doing his job at yeah, that yeah. point. <laughs> the yeah, the police officer went out there, was like, yo, your license plate doesn't, you know, it's, it's not for this car. And she didn't care. She just kept on cursing at him and, you know, calling him all types of names. And he's like, get out the car, get out the car, get out the car. And then she just started cursing on him. He just pulled her out the car. And so they only show that clip of him pulling her out the car. But mm -hmm. they got the full video of her cursing and being very difficult. So now a lot of people are start, you know, starting to look at it a little bit different. But that, that doesn't look good because it was a black girl. And now they say, oh, black people are very difficult. That's why they get themselves in this situation. It's like, shit. Nah, a situation like that... Um... You know, with those facts to the story, uh, that cop was doing his job. She was being belligerent. She was doing something illegal. Um, she, she, she got what she deserved at that point. <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't defend stupidity. <laughs> Why would you fucking change the uh, your license plate from one car over to the next if that car is registered but it's not working? Well, you can't use the car that's not working. Or at least put a, a, a damn um, 
tag applied for a sign in the back window or something. Right. Shit. You know what I'm saying? She just moved the whole tag over. Like, <laughs> the fuck? This is a dumb man. Man, you know, some people just think that they could do whatever they want, and then when they get caught, they just start looking like, "Hey, man, you know, it ain't that serious. You ain't gotta be all like that." It's like, nigga, you just, you just broke the law, <laughs> riding illegal. And that's you know it. You just broke the law. That that's it. <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> Oh my God! I, I I can't I can't deal with stupid ass people. I really can't. Yeah, I'm not gonna defend that. I ain't got nothing to say about that one, James. But uh, the 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 guy with the with the hood over his head. If he had mental issues and he was spitting, uh, still doesn't justify. Once the hood was over the head, why didn't y'all just cuff him and throw him in the car? Right. All right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, man. I, you're starting to get numb to this shit, man. It's just like, no, nah, just too numb. much. You, yeah, can't, you can't, you can't, get, you can't, you can't get numb. Can't get numb yeah. But it's 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 happening. Like now, people are like, ah, oh, another black guy. Well, what about Breonna Taylor? Like, like fuck that guy. Let's let's get the we he put him in line. You know what I mean? It's too much. Well, speaking yeah. of speaking of Breonna Taylor, did you hear about how the um? I guess the city government over there was was trying to uh, get her ex-boyfriend, not the boyfriend who shot at the police, but her ex-boyfriend uh, to basically say that uh, Brianna was trapping out of that house. Right. So, and it would lower his sentence uh, that, that he has in jail currently. And I'm just like... Why is he in jail? I, I believe for selling drugs, but don't don't quote me on that. I believe that's the reason why he's in jail. This ain't the boyfriend that she was living with. This is her ex boyfriend. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's her ex, okay. yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's that, you know these these motherfuckers think they slick, man. They trying to they they trying to uh, pull every hat, you know, every trick out of the hat, uh, just 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 uh, justify why they ran up in this woman's house and then killed her. Yeah. yeah, that's a shame. And rest, rest in peace to her. Um, you know, it's like every anytime there's a lynching, you know, it's very disheartening. Um, but it seemed like to me, it's always a, it's always like four or five or just two or three white officers that's always responding to the call when it deals with a black person dying. Like, do they do they tell the black officers to take the day off or something? Like, right. Dude, there was dude. no black person there. Like yeah. they, they don't police. Saying? Yeah, they don't police the uh, the neighborhood. Yeah, and you know when at first when I when I uh, heard about this, I, honestly I thought it was a white dude. You know, like I seen the title and I think I seen a picture, but I, I couldn't tell if he was black or not. But I assumed it was a white guy because the very next day, um, there's an article on Yahoo where there's some protesters that was protesting, um, and they were sitting on the street, butt ass naked, sitting down in conjunction with each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? With bags of it or whatever, or, or the sort over their heads. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just assumed it was a white fellow, but now that they're saying it was actually a black dude and he had mental illness and he was running running up and down the street, you know, but that's naked, whatever the case may be. It's like, it's always white people that's, or white officers. You say that it's always these white officers that's responding to that and they're always at the hands of black people dying when they respond right. to it. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. So it's just, it's crazy, man. And, and oh, well, I don't want to skip ahead into what we're going to be talking about, but 
It's crazy, y'all. It's crazy. So you're saying like these these white officers that they're at their desk and they get a call. They're like, yeah, uh, we got a crazy man outside. It's like, ah, oh, man, another one. He's black. And they they out the door. Yeah, that was yeah. Just, it, it, it gotta just be. Take off. It gotta be. <laughs> Tyrone, yo, it gotta uh, be. Them niggas do that. That that. Yo, get my that, pistol. Nah, not yeah. that one. The good one right there. The good one. Boom. It gotta be. Yo. <laughs> the they probably be like, yo, Dante, Tyrone, Daquan, you, nah, you, you can chill. Uh, you can finish yeah. watching this NBA game. We'll go respond. Yeah. To Don't worry about it. I, I cover niggas, your shit. Them niggas be right. running to the cause, nigga. You know what I'm saying? The niggas be on, on his day off. They be on their day off at the bar. They're like, what? Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's fucked up. But they yeah, be man. off duty, and they be like, "Oh, it's okay, I'll go inside." Right. That's what it seemed like, though. Every time, it's nothing right. but white officers. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. when you when you really look at it, a lot of these places where these things are happening are in very white ass places too. Like, mm. you know, when when you think of Louisville, I know black people live in Louisville. I know black people live in every city, but you don't think of black people. When you think of Louisville, same with, with Kenosha, Wisconsin. You don't think of black people when you think of Wisconsin. You think of white people. So you got to only imagine that their police force is majority white. And they out here fucking with these black people. The majority of the poor people in those particular places also. Um, I'm not going to say majority black because there's more white people than there are black people. But I am going to say that the majority of the black people who do live in these places live in particular parts of the city that all this should be going down and real quick i just thought about something too because i really believe that there's a strong correlation to this i think the formula hasn't changed it's actually been the same from back when slavery when there was slavery you always had white people you know overseeing the slaves you had some of the house negroes overseeing the slaves too and i feel like it I feel like you can uh, compare that today where all these white officers are always responding to these, you know, calls and, you know, at, and black people end up dying by the hands of them. You know what I'm saying? And rarely do you see a black officer on site. You know what I'm saying? And if you do, they're not doing nothing. And I feel like if you look back then when there was slavery, it's like the same thing. And that's where the whole policing thing came from. You know what I'm saying? When black people started being officers, it was very, it was a very select few. And it may, and I honestly believe that if there were more black officers on site, you know, to these things, it, we wouldn't be dying in the streets like this. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so. And the jury, right? The jury's all white women, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Well, it's got it's got to be a jury of your peers. So when you live in a particular part of the country that is majority Caucasian, your peers, regardless if you're black, are going to be white. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna base your um they're gonna base your jury selection off of your uh demographics of your zip code. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if if you live in Harlem, New York City, because Harlem is now gentrified, if you go to jail, uh the majority of the twelve people who are gonna be on the jury are going to be uh black, but you're gonna have a lot of white faces too. You might have sixty percent black, uh twenty percent Hispanic, and then twenty percent white, you know, depending on the demographics of, of the particular area you live in. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. So 
You gotta. I, I just say people when when people do move and you move to different parts of the country, be very wary of what you're moving into too. You know, a lot of black people have this uh, thing where the white man's uh, ice is colder. So when we look for things like schools, when we have kids and um, property values, we tend to just move near um, white people because all the things I just named are better than they are in our communities. But you got to also understand when your son gets in trouble uh, with one of the white boys at the school that he goes to school with, or your son gets in trouble with the white girl that he's talking to at school, uh, you know, and he gets involved in uh, situations with the police in these particular small towns or, or white cities that, that you're moving your children to, you know, they, they're going to be judged by 12, and those 12 more than uh, likely won't look like them. But, you know. Mm. Yeah. Sad broke... topics, man. It no, seems like I just every, broke my glasses. Episode, I don't even know how I did that. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like every episode there's, there's, there's something new coming out. Another black person being. Well, it's the society that we true. live in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I mean, we there's um, nothing really good going on in the world, yo. Like, I mean, we got a lot of distractions. You know what I'm saying? Things that will keep us distracted from what's going on. But the world is really ugly right now. And, oh yeah. Fortunately, yeah. I mean, people don't like to talk about it because it's you know it's uh, it's not the best thing to talk about it. You know, bring people moves down. But it is what it is. It's the world we live in. Like that true. high gonna wore off eventually. It's gonna wear off eventually. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Oh yeah. I mean, like speaking of distractions, even uh stuff like uh um the NBA, you know, uh the NBA is going full swing, and you got uh you know uh what what what, what was going on like last week um with the uh, uh Jacob Blake or was that the week before that with Jacob Blake and the NBA, you know LeBron talking about. Oh man, you know, uh, as a black man, I'm uh, we're scared. And I looked at this nigga like the fuck, nigga, you, you, you know, you something. Uh, Shut up and dribble, right? But you go ahead of you go ahead of with uh, Laura Ingram. <laughs> Shut up and dribble at this. Shut up and dribble. Shut up and dribble, nigga. And the reason why I say that is because all them niggas, you know, all all all, all the NBA players for the most part, not all of them, uh, but majority of them they decided that they were going to boycott the rest of the playoffs. And this was the shortest boycott in, in man, uh, man history. You know, uh, 12 hours, and these niggas is back playing ball again. They sat up there and came to a solution in 12 hours. And the solution was that the um, owners of the league were going to do something about the um, – uh, you know, what's going on with, like, law enforcement and stuff like that, you know, uh, 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 doing some type of community outreach and a whole bunch of other hoopla. But the thing is, like, you're you're going to take these niggas' uh, word for granted. Like, we've been here before. We've been here before. Like, with the whole Donald, the Donald Sterling with the uh, Los Angeles Clippers, you know, like, it's, it just seems like these, these black men who become athletes are – 
bred to be bitch ass niggas when it comes to social injustice for black people. You don't you don't get Muhammad Ali's no more when when you're talking about these black athletes. You don't. Even a Jim Brown. Yeah, when I heard LeBron say that shit, that shit pissed me off. Like he the same nigga. <laughs> he the same nigga. Like like you said, that nigga is like six foot whatever, cocky as hell. Pause. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm -hmm. he the same nigga that was on what Sports Illustrated depicted as a fucking monkey. Can't come with that white bitch on his white, arm. White you know what I'm saying? Yep. And they had to clean that up. Oh, we wasn't trying to, you know, say anything about that, or whatever. But for the for them niggas to turn around and flip the script so fast when nothing got done, nothing got done. Right. It's a huge fail on their part. Yeah. They sat out a couple games, and I think in the article it said something about oh the Bucks players they sat out right, and they were talking to some lawmakers in Wisconsin. The nigga basically told him, all right, we'll see what we can do. We'll get back to you. And then you go back to playing. What were the intangibles? What's the details of that conversation? Then right. nothing get done and you're nothing. playing already. Ain't, ain't nothing so getting done. It's a huge fail. It's a right. huge fail on their part. They're clowns, yo. Like, come on, man. We got to stop doing that shit. Putting the power, thinking that we putting the power in the hands of them people to make changes. And LeBron's like, oh, they want the owners to step. Do what, nigga? Do yeah. what the fuck? What they going to do? Do what? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 like a cycle. It's, it's a continuous cycle of this stupid bullshit. And they look they look stupid doing that flipping the script that quick. That shit pissed me off, dog. <laughs> the fuck, nigga. No, they it did piss me off because these the, these these niggas don't have no backbones. They don't have no backbones. Um, you know, they just old ass children. That that's how I see it. You know, um they are children. What are they twenty something? 20 no, LeBron LeBron early thirties. Like 30, 34? You know what I'm saying? 35. He, he's technically old, right? In in yeah. basketball years. But know? he's he's the biggest voice right now since you know the passing of Kobe Bryant. He's the biggest voice in the NBA. Um, and that's actually still in the NBA. And you know, he was over there sitting there with a um uh autobiography of Malcolm X, and that shit was crisp. Like it ain't never been opened before. He said he just started. I don't know, I remember that. No, nah, and, and then and then uh my homegirl uh Taylor Rook, she was she she was basically interviewing, she asked him, she said, you know, well, what's your favorite thing so far about the book? And the nigga just made some shit up on the fly because the nigga ain't reading the book. It's not. He's not reading a book. Like I hate that shit. Like, you know, if if you're gonna try to <laughs> perceive an image, be the image then. You know what I mean? Right. If you wanna be a woke right. black man, a black man who stands on his own too, who understands uh uh, uh racism, white supremacy in America, then be that. Don't be a fucking uh a uh, uh, fake ass nigga. But that's what these celebrities are. These celebrities ain't leaders, they're all a bunch of uh 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 posers. They're that's just humans, know. man. They're just humans with the uh with the camera pointing at them. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, um, I don't know if you listen to uh, Thought Crimes, James, but I know TJ does. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, my nigga Prince said some real shit on Thought Crimes. He was talking about, he said, if you look at these celebrities who have podcasts, um, they ain't got shit to talk about. Look at T.I.'s Expeditious, uh, Expeditiously. That nigga ran out of content. <laughs> you know I didn't know saying? that was still going on. Is exactly, that still Exactly, exactly. Wow, yeah. You know what I mean? If you look at, you know, and I'm just going to name him because I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. You look at uh, Gillian Wallow shit, right? If Wallow said he quit right now, that podcast is done. Dang, you don't think Gilly 
Like Wallow's the personality. He's the personality. Wallow Wallow's funny though. Wallow's the personality. The only celebrity who who can hold his own weight on a podcast is Joe Budden. Facts. <laughs> That's, That's it. Yeah. And, and and but then when you go when if if you're in the podcast, every other podcast that you're into is somebody who's a real content creator who's starting from the bottom, who has no celebrity backing them uh, or, or promoting, you know, their celebrities promoting their own podcast. Those 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 type of individuals are people that everybody needs to be tuned into. But it goes back to my point with the whole activism thing with LeBron James. These celebrities, they they just want to be seen and heard. They don't give a fuck about nothing. Nope. Yeah. Nothing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's getting real redundant, yeah. You know, like this, how they approach it. Like it, the shit pissed me off. I'm actually um, uh, quoted exactly what the uh, lawmaker that the Bucks was talking to in Wisconsin. Um, so they said they said uh, they were urging lawmakers to vote on a legislative uh, package that includes police reform. None of that, that doesn't say nothing was done in, in concrete. Nothing. You right. took three days off. Not, so it just is it's real redundant, man. It's it's real stupid. It's 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 irresponsible, number one, because you know, it's mad people that's looking at you, you know, they want change, they're looking for answers. And unfortunately, you know, people look at these people that are on TV, you know, as a gateway to get things done. And it's like they just keep hitting them with that that uh, that drug, putting them to sleep, man. That shit is crazy. Huh. Oh yeah, because you know, to, to be quite frank, you know, and I got a couple of friends who just are sports fanatics to the points that uh, these niggas would do some gay shit just to keep sports on TV. You know what I'm saying? But uh, <laughs> with all this going on, <laughs> the NFL, they, they, they the Dubai chicks. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, but with all this going on, the NFL, the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> the MLB, you know, the, the 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 soccer league, all them, none of this shit should be running on TV. The reason why it's running on TV is because they want to keep us entertained. Mm -hmm. And when you keep people entertained, that means that you're keeping them distracted from what's going on. If you pay back attention to when COVID-19 first happened, everything was shut down. There was nothing playing on TV. ESPN was playing motherfucking, uh, what was it, Hardwood Classics? They was playing right. ones. And right. uh, the clubs were closed and all that shit. So uh, people had no choice. Even white people had no choice but to focus on what the fuck was going on in society. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck black men getting killed for no fucking reason? You know what I'm saying? And then now they're starting to open everything back up. NBA started playoffs. They went straight to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? And people got things to watch on TV now. So niggas really ain't caring to keep up with what's going on, you know, out in the world. Yeah. It's a distraction. Who's our leaders, man? Like, I don't, I don't even think we have any concrete leaders. We don't need any leaders. And the reason why we don't need any leaders is because the last time we had them, what'd they do with them? Killed them. <laughs> you, think, you think we're in, the, in that time where they can kill them and nothing oh, happened? Hell yeah. Yeah, mm. still. The, the United States want. government still goes <laughs> over to places like Venezuela and, and takes out presidents and shit. Like, yeah. That's why I say I don't think we need any leaders. I think just black people collectively need to just get their shit together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because when you, when you got all black people, not all, but the majority of them moving in, in one motion, 
they they can't they can't kill us all in, in one swipe. They can't. They'll try, yeah. but it'll be too public with with all this technology going on. Well, you know, we, we're killing ourselves. We're we're battling our own masculinity in our within our community, which is slowly dying. You know what I mean? Our uh, the people we look up to, the men we look up to, they they're either dying, or they're you know there's 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 rumors of them fucking some other dudes. So. I was about to say, are we fighting our own masculinity or, or, or are we fighting toxic, um, uh, homo, uh, what's it called, homo, uh, uh, homosexuality? Well, well the thing, I, I had a conversation about that. It's like the people we look up to, they either gone or the men that we do look up to are movie stars who are actually gay men playing straight men. <laughs> so it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like... I'm just being honest. Right. There's a lot of women out there, a lot of black women out there now that, you know, black women can look up to, which is good. Um, But, I mean, who do we got? (laughs) I'm trying to think. Yeah, what what you're saying, to piggyback off what you're saying, James, like that shit is being sensationalized to the point where, you know, even me and I'm sure other black men that's trying to be masculine, just being their true form, it makes it difficult to be that because all this other shit that's going on in the world is being hyper sensationalized. You know what I'm saying? It's like weird. It's like it's slowly being put on mute. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. the, the, the focus and the attention is just to, uh, to, to downplay the role of what a masculine man is. You know what I'm saying? And, and you may want to be in your true form. You may want to, do things how you're supposed to do it, but you can't because you're always going to get criticized for it. You're going to get yeah. uh, crucified for it or whatever the fuck. And, and it, it kind of almost, it might discourage you. You know what I'm saying? I think it's normal as a human being to get discouraged when it comes to certain things when, you know, you're continuously being beat down mentally, indirectly or directly. Right. You know and so I don't know. It's just... I, I honestly think, uh, you know, I honestly think women, our women now, are, are not taking us as seriously. Oh, taking black as, women seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when that happens in-house, like, that's bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that's that's going to really change. What, what, I, what I think needs to happen, and this, is, this has nothing to do with black men who are in relationships and are with women. I'm talking about right. single black men. Black men, um, single black men need to just remove themselves from the equation altogether. They need to stop dating black women and they definitely need to stop dating non-black women. They need to work on themselves. They need to build themselves. They need to regain their masculinity through means of success, building shit. And then once they have these things built, then they can come back into society and say, now I'm looking for a mate. You understand what I'm saying? In doing so, they they may not want black women <laughs> when they come back. No, because that that happens, right? Successful black men, right? They they become too successful to the point where they can't relate. They can't go back and relate to the woman they once loved, or some shit like that. So what do you do then? That now you got these men trying to relate to people who are on the same playing field, or in their mind, the same playing field. And I think we talked about that before we got on the podcast it's like you know once you make once you get successful or whatever 
you you know you start living living differently you start talking to different people and you go back you're like ah, i can't relate to these people and then the ones you could relate to they may not be your same skin so you so you you know that well I, I don't agree with that you remove yourself if you if you as a black man really want a black woman you will remove yourself from the toxic femininity that's in particular parts of this country with black women and you will then enter into a uh, uh, more proactive space with black women like you can move to uh, a high value uh location like a los angeles where black women are very successful doing good for themselves los you can angeles? i'm saying in, yeah the, well the dating over there is trash but the reason why the dating is trash is because women are having a hard time finding men you remember black women outnumber men women are having a hard time finding men um, and that's because the men aren't competing at the same level of the women because the majority of the men are either um, in jail or they're dying in the streets that are in this, those particular areas. So you as a black man, a successful black man, say you're coming from a place like um, uh, Washington, D.C., and you have, you're very successful, but you're having a hard time finding women in Washington, D.C. You can then move yourself to a place where you'll be able to find more high value black women, move to a Houston, Texas, move to a Dallas, Texas, move anywhere where you, 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 you see or know where black women are, are, are a little bit more successful. I say even move to Atlanta. There's a lot of black women, even Miami, it, even though Miami is more of a Hispanic city, there are black women who have their own business. They're doing well for themselves. So, you do have those options. I, black men can't just just quit a hundred percent on 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 black women just because they're becoming more successful. And the ratio shows that eighty percent of black men who are who are uh, making over a hundred thousand dollars a year do marry and have children with black women. So it's mm. not far fetched. Yeah, I, I I just brought that up because um, you know I I, I just know. And you're right. You're right. You got to increase your search. You got to, you know, they're out there. It it might be hard to find them, but if you uh, go into the environments of what type of person you want to be around, you'll you'll find that. But um, what about women? Like, you know, black women in that case. It's it's, it's the same for them too. Uh, Black women, because we, we, this is going to sound bad. We got to stop acting like, you know, I don't, I don't know if you've seen the meme where they were saying that black women are the most uh, educated uh, group of individuals in America or black women are the most um, entrepreneurs or, or, or uh, new business uh, owners or whatever the terminology was. Um, yeah, but a lot of those businesses, a lot of black women start up are, um, what do they call them things? Hair salons. and hair, Well, they are hair salons. Bakeries. Some, yeah, now the bakeries do good, but then you got the little the little uh, boutiques. Yeah, that's what the world was yeah. before. A lot of them starting up boutiques, and I'm not saying that boutiques aren't lucrative, but they're not lucrative. Like they're 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 not something that's going to uh, elevate an entire generation of people. You know what I'm saying? But it's a start. You know what I'm saying? Um, but then when you go on the education tip, they say that black women are, are the most educated, but the question people should always ask is what are they going to school for? They're going to school for liberal arts or, or women's arts or, or, or 
psychology or, or sociology. None of those degrees, unless you go get a PhD in psychology, is making you any money. You know what I'm saying? And then when they say they're going into healthcare, well, what are you going into healthcare for? Are you going to become a, a nurse assistant? That doesn't make you any money. But if you're going to become, you know, a doctor or, or, or some other type of big position in a hospital, they make a lot of good money too. So those particular women who do are doing good for themselves, they do have the option of moving to a bigger city or um, a, a city where there are a lot of more black entrepreneurs or, you know, black male entrepreneurs. So they have the same option as the men. So I think we talked about this uh, as far as like degrees and stuff like that. You know, when you, when you go search for a degree or you, you go for your degree, do you have that mindset of, all right, well, this degree makes me the, the most money? Or do you have that mindset of, I'm going to go get this degree because it's going to put me in the right mindset to make a lot of money? Like, I, I, what do you think about that? When, when you went for your degree, what did you go with? What, like, what was your mindset? Oh, IT would make me a lot of money? Or I, I, I'm going to take this to get skills to, to make me a lot of money? I'll say this, and this is this is my this is my story. Uh, I never wanted to go to college. I was forced to go to college. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to go to school for um. I wanted to go to school for uh, audio engineering, and it was told to me by my own parents and uh, by the um, the school recruiter that you know, well, you becoming an audio engineer. Uh, isn't a guarantee that you're going to have a successful career outside of college. And so, you know, with that being said, that kind of like shot down my dreams of, of what I wanted to do at the time. And I, I decided to do it because it was, you know, the future of, uh, of, uh, corporate America. And, uh, I fucking hate it with a passion. It was one of the worst mistakes I've ever made in my life. Oh, you're gonna leave like that? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was one of the worst mistakes I ever made in my life. So, uh, so uh, picking well, that degree or, or or just going to college in general? Well, you didn't really have the typical. Well, college. I guess I guess yeah, I shouldn't have stopped like that. Um, picking that degree, yes, but also going going to school for something that you're really not into. Yeah, I think when I think I think what people need to do is. Well, high school should groom children for college. It doesn't groom children for college. High school grooms children to pass the, the the state exams that you need to pass to get your high school diploma. High school should already have college prep courses, like mandatory. So children know when they go into college, they know what they want to become and what type of field of study they want to go into. You don't, we don't get that. Public school doesn't get that anyways. Mm-hmm. If you if, if people knew what they wanted to do in college, like they really knew what they wanted to do, they would they would they would get out of school within three and a half years. But because people don't know what they do, a lot of people spend their whole freshman year bullshit trying to yep. figure it out, or or they switch uh, um, majors. Yeah, I, I say. Uh, I mean, I I, I work in IT now, but um, I didn't when I started, but most people I work with don't even have a college degree. You know, there's, there's a lot of other opportunities 
but you wouldn't know any of those opportunities and and you know unless you went through the path of of college right I think college is only good for surrounding yourself with people who might know something that you don't, you know what I mean? Uh, a lot of people live in those neighborhoods where it's the same people, the same broken, poor people who only know what they know, you know what I'm saying? So going to college allows you to be around people who, that's only if you decide, you know, pitch yourself out there to, in, in those groups and, and allows you to talk to different people. That's 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 what I only think college was good for. Like everyone has a degree that they don't necessarily, you know, their job pertains to, right? It's it's just the knowledge of the experience you have in college that that's important. And is it is a gateway. It's a, it's a foot in the door, but you don't necessarily need to go to college. But n- people aren't trained to teach themselves. Uh, skills that they need for the future. You know what I mean? Yeah, but w- what about um, what about what, what what's going on now? Though you have a lot of uh, black people with degrees now. You have a lot of black people with associates. You have a lot of black people with bachelors, right? You have mm-hmm. a lot of black people with masters, right? Um, but um, because the bachelor has now become the new high school diploma. They have moved, I guess you could say, the goalposts to a master really is now what's needed to really stand out when you're looking through, you know, of course, certifications too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You got a lot of people who go and get masters on some dumb shit too. Like They don't make that much money. uh, They don't. People who have bachelors make more more money than masters. It all depends. Because if you get a master's and just – english or some shit like that like that's not gonna get you more money you know what i'm saying like but experience. It, will, it doesn't it's not about the money though see the thing is with white people and i'm gonna keep it that uh uh uh, uh stern on 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 the topic because we we live in fucking america white people um you know it was a point in time where black people didn't have high school diplomas then it was a point in time where black people didn't have bachelors like that, right? So the job markets have always been available and afforded to white people or or maybe Indian people, you know, or Asians for the most part, right? And then you had a lot of illegal immigrants who came over here from Mexico and, and, and Cuba and all that shit. And their children went to college. You had a lot of black people who, who children were the first time to ever even graduate from high school and then went into college and they went and got degrees. So now you got a whole bunch of non-white, non-acceptable motherfuckers with bachelor's degrees. And the the job market has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller because now white people, a white man with a bachelor's and a black man with a bachelor's um, really hurts white men more than it hurts black men, right? Because black men have always faced uh, racism in job interviews. We've always been told, ah, well, we're going to go with somebody else. But if you have a whole bunch of people all got the same type of level of education, you have to now move the goalposts higher because you have too many of these motherfuckers who basically are accepted because of their degrees. So now they're, they're wanting you right. to have a certain amount of years of experience. They're wanting you to have certifications. They right. want you to have a master's now. So that white people can be able to maneuver through the system like they once did. Yeah, I mean, 
yeah, if you follow if you follow the path that they set for you from the beginning, you know, follow, you know, they say stand in line when we were, when we were kindergartens. Right. So, you know, if, if the next step is, you know, from a bachelor's to get a master's, then yeah, now, now you're competing with people with the same mindset, stand in the fucking line. You know, you, you want to go ahead and get a skill that no one fucking has. You got to step outside the line to stand out. If you want to get those positions, that's what I strongly believe. Because, um, you know, everybody that I surround myself with, a lot of them don't even have fucking degrees, but they, they get into these little pockets, these little jobs that, and they acquire like little tiny skills that they can add to their resume, mm -hmm. tiny, tiny, tiny skills. And they don't stay with one fucking company. You know, a lot of people believe they stay with one fucking company. Eh, five years, I'll get to this position. Five years, I get to that position. But that whole five years, you have the same skills. That's, right. that's fucking crazy to me, right? But you can stay at one job, right? And then you, as you're with that job, you look for another fucking job that has a skill that you wanted to acquire. And then now it's only five years and you make it more than people who are 30, who stayed at the f same fucking company uh, and only moved up two or three times. That's funny that you say that because I saw <laughs> I, I was in the middle of a conversation with an older dude and his son, and he told his son that you know you just got you a good job. Um, stay there. That's stay dumb. there. That's basically what he said. And I told him I said it's 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 a young man's game now. It's a whole different generation. I told that young boy I said get your experience and get the fuck on because they're not gonna pay yep. you what you're worth. Now, the no, new job never. will pay you what you're worth, and then you got to get the right. fuck on eventually then, too, because they're not – once you once you get enough experience and you get enough certifications and, and, and a certain amount of trainings under your belt, then you're, you're no longer going to get paid what you're worth, too. You got to keep on moving. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's a good conversation. Like, yeah, they're, they're going to pay you um, what they think you're worth, right? But you have to know yourself what you're worth. You know what I mean? Um, and, and when you know yourself, what you're worth, that's when they're going to pay you some good money. Like be, be risky when you're in those interviews, um, at those interviews and they're offering you something, say no. Mm -hmm. A lot of people will say yes, because like, oh, this is, this is 2000 more than I got in my last job. 2000? 2000. 2000. Yeah. That, that's that, that, that's not even worth leaving your fucking job. That's for. like $25 extra yeah. on your paycheck or some shit like that. That's, that's, even 5,000 more. That's not worth, that's not worth it. Like, yeah. Like ten, ten thousand is worth it, but even then, I, I I tell you a little bit myself. Uh, you know, I started as like some technical support guy again, like forty fucking thousand, and then I was working in this system, and I was getting angry at my job because I've been there for like two years, and I was like, man, fuck, um, dang, I, I'm smarter than this person, I'm smarter than this white guy, I'm comparing myself with everybody that I'm working with. And I've been working on a system for so long. So I was like, man, fuck it. Let me get a certification so I can get to that position that I see in my company that I want. Right. I got the certification. And what you know what they told me? They were like, well, there's no openings right now. What am I going to do? Am I going to fucking sit there for another year or two and wait for them to, to get me a spot at that company? No. 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 I got the fuck out of there and, and made 30000 more. Right, and then after then, I realized the the job that I made thirty thousand more was paying me less than the market value because mm. I didn't do my fucking research. Research, yeah, and I didn't know how much I was valued or worth. Mm. 
So then there was a black guy that was at my company. He was like, yo, nigga, you only getting paid that? I'm getting paid 130. 130. I was like, 130. And then I start feeling bad. Then I start asking asking questions to the you know the hierarchy. My manager, I was like, yo, y'all, y'all paying me this. And I feel like, you know, with this year of experience, I can go somewhere else. And they're like, oh, well, let me go ahead and uh he started getting scared. Let right. me go ahead. Let me go ahead and talk to somebody, so I, we can get you more mm-hmm. money. Right. And then, while he was doing that, I was looking for other jobs at the same fucking time. Yeah. And I was only, only been there for a year. Um. And the another job tried to offer me some shit that was crazy, the money that I I didn't even think I would I would even get. But I just threw it out there. I was like, I made a risk. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna ask for this. Because that's market value. I want to be at market value. So everyone should just do your research because the job ain't going to pay you what you're worth. You got to do your research to see what's market value and know what type of skills you have that's valuable. So that, that's all I'm going to say. That's, that's fucking crazy. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I don't think master is important. Every, every friend I got with a master's, Ain't making no money. No, it, I, I never, I never meant for it to be that masters are important. Right. What I'm saying, but I feel is, you. No, they, you're right. The yeah. goalpost is moved. They, they moved I, it on purpose because too many of us have too many of this, so they got to make it harder or or make it easier for them. You understand? That, what I'm but but what I'm saying is, if you're trying to go for the goalpost, that means you're still playing the game. You know what I'm saying? You still exactly. in fucking line. I'm telling you, don't even fucking get in line. Because yep. when you tell those motherfuckers that, no, I'm worth this, they shot. No one ever told them no. No one ever to- uh, turned down their offer. Right. That means they're thinking of you like, oh, shit. Like, this dude, I got to get him in because he's going to, he, he knows his own value or he's, he's going he's gonna to bring value. So, uh, Yeah, you're right. Well, that's I'm going to say about that. <laughs> Well, TJ, you wanna um, you wanna put out your social uh, media out there again, your YouTube again? Yeah, y'all can follow me on YouTube, Terrible Shooter. Um, on my Instagram, it's Terrible Dot Shooter. On there, you'll find all my content. I talk about being a new gun owner, what it's like, you know, um, owning a firearm, the products that I come across. Um, I talk about that. In the future, I will start doing that because I got a couple of things that I just uh, got my hands on. Uh, so you can definitely follow me on Instagram and YouTube. All right. And you, you got a new video that you're about to pop, uh, post soon or something? Yeah, I've been working on it all day, man. Um, I kind of took for granted the, of the work that you really got to put into it, but I'm yeah. supposed to be doing a review uh, on the first firearm that I got. It's a SIG P320. Um, it's almost done, so it should be out uh, tomorrow, actually. Yeah, shit, hard work, ain't it? Over there, editing. yeah, that shit, that shit, shit ain't no joke, man. Like it's edited in seventeen minutes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. Yep. so, so you have to buy all the weapons to review it, or how are you gonna? No, it's his personal weapons. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dang, man. <laughs> only, only got two. Um, but like I said before in the beginning, uh, when we started, uh, when I uh, got on the show. I'm not claiming to be no expert. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm not claiming to, you know, that I know everything. I'm just solely speaking about my perspective and my experience as I, you know, develop and, you know, as I go down into this rabbit hole of this gun world. So, 
You know, that's all it is. It's a lot of us out here, new gun owners, and some people may be too scared or timid to talk about it or want to try to even put the gun in their hand. Like, some people might just buy the gun and just put the shit up. You know what I'm saying? So that's who I'm really making the content for is, like, you know, people like that. Like, yo, get comfortable with your shit. Like, you bought it. You know, make no sense for it to just collect dust, and then eventually you just sell it off anyway. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. James, uh, you want to put out your social media out there? Yes, sir. Um, you can follow me on Twitter slash uh, con underscore damn. Con underscore damn. It is a real Twitter. Uh, so check check me out. Uh, I'm posting more stuff. You probably see some stuff when I was a little kid on there. But um, yeah, it is a real Twitter. Also, if you want to follow me on Xbox or in PS4, it's um, PS4 is the Phase Runner, and on Xbox is the Phase Walker. So, uh, yeah, invite me on there. Yo, real quick, that that reminds me. That reminds me. <laughs> what? Y'all, y'all ain't gonna talk about that X Flop series that's coming out. Uh... <laughs> that X Flop series S that's coming out November. Well, well, tomorrow actually tomorrow. Um... Sony's gonna come out with their price point tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's for the, why for the you PS5. Because he's a he's he's a Sony boy, but uh yeah, uh, Sony Play, boy. the PlayStation 5 is about to drop their uh well it's rumored that they're gonna drop tomorrow morning that the price or how much it's gonna cost with the disc uh drive and without the disc drive. Uh today the Xbox uh Microsoft released the price point for the Xbox series. S, which will have no um, disk drive, and it only uh, performs at, what, 30, 30 frames per second? No, 120 frames per second, but only at 1440, uh, what is it, 1440p, mm -hmm. which is not 4K, and uh, I don't know why you would spend uh, $300 on such bullshit. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's rumored that the <laughs> Xbox Series X will be four ninety nine, uh, but it hasn't been confirmed. But uh yeah, I, I say the Xbox Series S is a waste of fucking time, money and resources because Xbox is giving their uh customers the option to finance uh both the Series S and the Series X. So uh the Series S would be twenty five dollars a month and the Series X would be thirty five dollars a month. So I don't see why you would want to buy the Series S. It's trash. Why Why would you want to spend your money on it? I mean, I guess for people who don't have a, a 4K TV, but uh, yeah. Y'all like the design of it? I don't like the design on any of them, even the PlayStation, the Sony one. Pit, Sony one looks like a, a Wi-Fi router. Because uh. <laughs> it, it, it look like it got like a, a six-inch like speaker. And it sounds like one of those old-school I see somebody where if you, if you were to sit the S on its side, it looks like a, a hot plate. You could cook some food on it. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. Burn a bunch talk, of trash. You talking about this, man? I got, I got that shit already, nigga. Yeah, that's, that, that's yeah. it right there. Yes, oh, sir. my God. 
That's the second model where they make it smaller. Compacted. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Play, but, play that, play that Tetris at 120 frames per second. <laughs> Fuck out of here. But nah, yeah, I, I think I'm with TJ though. I, I think I'm gonna get the PS5 first. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, first, that's how you know you let's got money. Go. Let's nah. go. Let's go. <laughs> well, I, yeah, well, you know. But I'm just saying, yeah, the PS5 first because all the exclusives, man. I, even though I fucking hate. Well, just not, not, not the bust your bubble. Interface. But, uh, here, here we go. Either console uh, is having any exclusives drop at launch, um, but the Xbox is dropping thirty plus games at launch due to the uh, um, their their game service. But yeah, so if you buy your if you buy the PS Five or the Xbox uh, Series S or X. In November of 2020, you'll have no games to play until 2021. So I think the first game for Sony might be, might be Godfall. I think it might be Godfall. Um, or, it could, or it could be uh, Demon Souls in 2021. Hmm. So you do have the option of playing Cyberpunk updated on, you know, on the new on the new consoles. So you'll get that. Uh, Upgraded version and a, and a couple other games will will upgrade as well. But yeah, anyways, it's 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 eleven eleven forty. So uh, yeah, we're gonna end this podcast right here. Uh, you all can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at it's your boy concept, and on YouTube you can follow me on it's your boy TV. Um, yeah, this this was a this was a good uh, podcast. Uh, TJ, uh, I want to thank you for coming. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Hope you enjoyed your time with us. And uh certainly yeah, did. Y'all can check back with us on Friday. Um, we're gonna drop another episode on Friday and we're gonna do something a little bit different. So uh all those who tune in on Friday, just just make sure you got a couple of ice cubes and uh a glass by your side and something <laughs> right. to drink on. So we're gonna right, have a whole bottle. bottle. Oh, or a whole bottle, drink whole it straight bottle. out the bottle like face over here. But yeah. <laughs> all right, man. We're we, we gonna holler at y'all later, all right? So we out. Peace. Peace. Yeah.